welcome back to Witches in Space. And today's episode is called The Curse of Man. And I am here with Robo. And I am going to start from the beginning, the beginning. It's going to be like almost a mini science class. But I, I, I feel like this whole episode today, what we're talking about is where gender came from and where is it going to the future. And it all starts with the theory on evolution. We all know the theory on, on evolution, but I'm going to try to break it down in a way that maybe it's a little easier to understand. So fossil records show proof of life at 3.5 billion years ago, and it all started in water. Water is the perfect place to start life because water is made up of hydrogen and oxygen, and the element oxygen is very greedy, um, respectfully, but both elements are very plentiful on Earth, so naturally they formed many bonds, thus creating water. Hydrogen is the purest and simplest of the elements. It's neutral. Um, it only contains a positive charged proton in the center or the nucleus, and then one negative charge electron that circles the nucleus. So they're, they're easy to bond with, and they want to be bonded with, and, and I'll explain. And just let me know if you get lost, okay? I'll, I'll, I'll break it down to you if, if, if I'm being too confusing. But electrons, and electrons are the negative charged that circle around the nucleus. They like to be in pairs. All atoms want to fill their outer shells, and they go by twos. Then once filled, they start onto another shell. And this keeps going until sometimes it creates a surface area that we can actually see and touch. Able that way. And then oxygen, it contains in its nucleus eight, proton, eight protons and eight neutrons and has two electrons in their first shell. And then their second shell has six. But how they're positioned in this shell leaves two of the electrons lonely. So when they come across hydrogen atom, who has only one little lonely electron, that oxygen atom takes it for itself and gives it to one of its lonely electrons. And then it'll take another hydrogen atom for its other lonely electron. Does that make sense? Mm -hmm. Thus creating H2O, two hydrogen atoms and one oxygen. So... And this is how bonds form between two different atoms. So, the, so during the first stages of life, it just had to be a big building puzzle almost. Oxygen just grabbing different atoms and pairing themselves with it. You know, many different substance, substance chemicals, gases, other organic matter, something had to, something had to happen to finally create something biological what, uh, that's living which also means trial and error. Life is trial and error. And it makes sense we are 75% water because that is what the base of our building is made up of, where it all started, where we were created. So the first biological cell was very simple. No gender, just organic matter. And these cells probably reproduced asexually, a process in cloning their own DNA. And they probably did this for thousands of years until life figured out a way to be more efficient and using and storing many different variations of codes or genetics. Being able to access their DNA and use more genes can create something new and different and unique, which it did. Um, some are not sure if the female cell 
merge from the original cell or the original cell injected information in a fellow cell, but whatever happened, gender was created then. And this is when mutations really started popping off and these cells were able to build off these mutations, creating every living thing we've known the past billions of years, you know, dinosaurs, Mm -hmm. fish, insects, all that good stuff. Uh, So, so, I mean, so you can imagine the first animal to emerge from the water, to walk on land, it, it probably received a genetic mutation of unwebbed fins. Swim in hard, so they found themselves at the bottom of the ocean um, until they decided to walk on land. So that is where it all started, men and women. <laughs> hmm. um, but yeah, moving 200,000 years to the present now, uh, how much species have changed and yet stay the same is is incredible right males are still that sexual dimorphism is still uh-huh. apparent to this day where men are larger hairier and they're just born to endure hard labor they have larger lungs than females more muscle density more bone mass they're just more primitive they're they're built to be able to work under more extreme conditions so naturally most men have an instinct to protect Whereas females are smaller frame, built to reproduce. Um, but there is reports of a slow decline in masculinity, like lower sperm count, fewer males being born. And as we know, men are self-destructive, a flaw in their gender makeup. And, and to be fair, a woman's gender flaws are lack of strength and we're too emotional at times. But life is going to move towards a way to overcome those obstacles. And that's, that's evolution. And say men were obsolete on this earth, women will probably have to evolve to be stronger. Or maybe a whole new gender will emerge out of it. We're always going to change. And that's proof looking at early humans to modern humans. So early humans and modern humans are two different stages of evolution. Early man's ancestor was ape-like, and we share that ancestors with chimps six million years ago. The modern man ancestor is 200,000 years ago. Early men were much larger and stronger, and they had to be because they, they lived outside, you know. They didn't yeah. have technology. Um, and over time, humans have gotten smaller because we live much better lives we're we're living comfortable lives and uh, we're not having to fight for food and thinking survival day to day and we're more focused on our education and technology so our heads are shaped to a much more advanced brain than earlier humans so so even still today we are always evolving life is always finding a way new ways to live ourselves within our body communicate with one another and they also form bonds they transfer information back and forth, only they will understand. And women are unbelievable libraries because strange and true facts, we retain DNA from every man we've had sexual intercourse with. And uh, scientists are not sure why, maybe to analyze it, to store it, maybe to use that information to create something yet again, who knows? But, you know, this world hasn't always just been two genders. There's there's one gender. We, we started as one gender, and there's still one gender organisms out there, certain fish, lizards, and stuff, and such. But fungi, they have thousands of different genders. Like, 
36,000 to be exact, and they can all successfully mate with each other. But interesting enough, in humans, the intersex gender is now as common as redheads on Earth. And I don't know if you've heard of intersex, but their their appearance Mm -hmm. vary. Right. The most common are read about who were naturally born intersex were described as masculine women. They have their facial features are masculine, their voice. They usually have no breast and getting kind of explicit, but they have a vagina, but their clitoris is bigger, almost resembling a small penis. Mm-hmm. In some rare cases, pregnancy is possible. So uh, life is just, it's out there. It's crazy. <laughs> yeah. It's it is. I I like that we both took the curse of man in two different directions. And I understand your direction, you know, and, and men, scientists believe men could be dying out, whatever. And I, I took it as present day. It seems like men have a lot of curses. The me, Yeah, me specifically, I'm talking about the patriarchy. You know, I when we posted about the name of this topic, we got a lot of feedback saying, oh, is this about religion? Is this about, you know, Adam and Eve? They took it, you know, people took it in a completely different direction or took it as we were going to bash men. And that wasn't the intention at all. I'm actually, I am concerned about men, just like I am. I'm a feminist and that's part of it. We want equal for both genders, but I think people get confused with what that means. I think it's important to, you know, right off the bat, explain what patriarchy means. Patriarchy is a, it's a social system. Men hold primary power and predominant roles and, you know, political leadership and moral authority, social privilege, they control the property, they control the people. And in some cases, male lineage was the only way to pass on, you know, holdings and stuff. Obviously, women have rights now, we can hold land and stuff. But in the past, we cannot. But this is still, we're still part of a patriarchy. And I don't really understand, I don't really think people understand how that negatively affects everybody. Present day, uh, Western men are three to four times more likely to kill themselves than women. And that's not talked about in, a, in one of our recent studies about suicide prevention in Ireland illustrated this. Men who were deemed to be at high risk of suicide reported that seeking help could be misconstrued as a threat to masculinity, including a loss of power, control, and autonomy of their body. And as I'm, uh, I'm in the Navy and I actually take care of sexual assault survivors, and that's actually something we run a lot run into a lot with males as well. They, they don't want to come forward and talk about their experience because that ruins their masculinity, ruins their image. They're afraid of ostracism because it's so frowned upon. Like I'm a man, how could this happen to me? But yeah. And you know, it's pretty sad, but what, it just blows my mind that people don't tie this back to the patriarchy, which is a curse of man because men put it into place so that they could have power, but they don't realize how negatively it has affected them and their health. Because I, I even asked uh, my husband and a couple of his friends, I was like, so, you know, what concerns do you guys have? Like, what burdens in life? What biases bother you? And, you know, in, in my eyes, I'm thinking about women. We're, we're taught to fucking look under our car, to look in our backseat, watch where we're going. Don't go places by ourselves. We have to be perfect mothers. We're supposed to bear children. Perfect, you know, partners. We're supposed to sleep with our husband, whatever he wants, keep up the house, but you also have to work and be successful. Women have a lot of double negatives put on us. And so it was interesting to hear what men were concerned about. And what I thought, not that I downplay in any way, but what I thought was kind of funny is it was 
things that are caused by the patriarchy, they're like, well, they're like, they didn't like that they are the one that was expected to do the chasing, that the one that was expected to pay every time they went somewhere was expected, like all the expectations were on them as men. And I agree with that, you know, but guess what system put that into place? The patriarchy. Because the Married Women's Property Act was only put out in 1848, where women could own land and start gaining the right to vote. Before then, uh, men, they controlled everything. They controlled the jobs. Because even if they put this act into place, that I I think people, I feel like they forget, like, just because you put a law into place, it takes time for every place to, to enact it, right? And then you are talking about years, centuries, centuries of women being under male control. That doesn't just go away, especially in just the 40s and 50s and 60s. Women stayed at home still. So they're trying to pull women out of this mindset like, hey, you know, you need to put it forth. And as far as I know, most women in my most of the women in my life, I know are incredibly independent and do put forth a lot. I know myself, I work full time, I'm in school, and I also do housework. So I most women I know are like me, they but add a family to that because I don't have kids. You know what I mean? So I can even imagine the amount of pressure women go through. And I even I've had to explain this um, before with Michael, because I was like, I, you know, I would like more help at home or whatever. I don't mind taking on this is and that, but you men forgot to break into the domestic workforce and only women broke into the actual workforce, if that makes sense. I get it. I get that. Yeah. But all this is a curse of man. And that's what I, I really, t- it is on both sides. And both sides, like the where I'm coming from, the science point of view, it's a curse for them. And yeah. then what you're saying, it's also kind of cursed. Like they're just fucked either anyway. <laughs> and I don't, I don't know if it's their genetic makeup. You know, you said they're more primal and stuff. I will disagree with you when I say I, I believe women are more emotional. I don't believe women are more emotional because we're taught under the patriarchy. We're okay to have emotions. We're okay to feel things. And men are not taught that it's okay to feel things. They're not taught to process their emotions. And that's terrible for their health. That's one. Two, they, most of them can't communicate. So when they get older and go looking out for relationships, they look for someone that's going to take care of them again, just like their mother did. And that's been consistent. You know, I think it was, I, I don't want to give the wrong statistic off the top of my head. I think it was 50 or 60. I don't want to look highball it or lowball it, but most straight relationships the divorce is, well, it's put in by the woman. Yeah. And they said that our uh, straight woman's life expectancy goes down when we get married and our happiness goes down when we get married. I believe that. <laughs> I believe it as well. But I don't, at the same time, I don't blame men because this is what society has taught. And, you know, them. and the women being too emotional, that's just kind of built into us because I guess what I'm being, we've never been, you know, held down. So we were able to express ourselves and stuff like that, but well, we are held down, but it was, we've been held down for centuries, right? Being whatever can have rights and stuff. I, I think it's not that we're not held down, but it's because that toxic, like, have you ever heard of the male gaze? Yeah. Yes. When, I mean, I, and I know what you're talking about is being held down. Yeah, of course. But well, um, you know, men, up. what people don't talk about enough is that men that muscle all the men that are like oh this is cool they dog their woman in front of men they do that for male approval they don't do that for female approval 
And that ties into that. Women can be emotional and do this and that because men don't give a shit. They don't care because they're not, (laughs) you know, I know some, I will say, I know it's not all men, obviously, but for the most part, I know a lot of um, men that men, I will say men that don't view women as people, men that view women as objects, don't care about what we have to say or what we do. So they're like, oh, they're emotional. They're crazy. They're this or that. Right. But everything they do is just to validate men in their life. They're male friends. Like, oh, I need to seem cool to my friends. I need to do this for friends. So it's, it's because that patriarchy has set up that men's approval is important, not women's approval. Right. And maybe I'm talking about myself. I'm, I'm too emotional at times. <laughs> like, I feel like that's my, you know, flaw. But I think, you know, I, I don't know. Maybe. Are you too emotional or have you just been told that you are? So. I think I am. I think so. I, I think I you get a little angry sometimes, but I, th- I do exactly. So, um, I get, I let things bother me a little bit too much right. sometimes. And, um, you know, I don't know, maybe that's, you know, just me or whatever, but I mean, it could be, but the thing is everyone's different. I've met women that can be emotional. I've met men that can be emotional. That's the thing. You can't assign that to just one set or one group of people gender, because right. I had a guy break up with me because he said I was too insensitive. Do I believe yeah. him? Yes. <laughs> that's just who I am as a person, but that's exactly what I mean. Like I'm a very logical, calm person. Even when I'm angry, I talk just like this. I will call someone a bitch in this same voice. You know what I mean? So it's just like to me, <laughs> people can say women are emotional and I I'm gonna disagree because that's not who I am. And I I know, but I know people that are. I know women that are, I know people that are, I know men that are um, more emotional. I've had men cry to me before, you know, it's, you know, those are just stereotypes. I feel like, um, a lot of men that I've cried to me. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Um, but one quote I was going through, um, I don't know if you ever looked at newscientist.com. They have a lot of good articles by, um, women with PhDs and different studies at different universities and stuff. And one of the articles I really liked was by Cynthia Enloe at Clark University. Her quote was, uh, patriarchy isn't good for anybody. It fools those who are privileged into imagining that they have a good life. And I love that saying because that not only made me think of the patriarchy, obviously, but capitalism. It made me think of a lot of first world countries, um, especially America in particular, because we are so comfortable, we forget to fight for others. Like, we're like, oh, our life isn't that bad. Why are you crying? Why are you bitching? Like, you know, about racist, systematic racism and all this other shit and all this. Like, people forget that just because your life is okay, just because to say someone isn't treating you bad doesn't mean they're not treating the other person bad. So I'm like, why? We have one life. So why is it so hard to just want better for everyone in this one life, if that makes sense? I don't know. I guess it's just all about competition. But why is there a competition? Where, where the fuck are we going? We're on a rock floating in space. <laughs> right. <laughs> I don't know. Humans were meant to eat fruit and lay in the sun. What this nine? To, and I, that's a whole other conversation. <laughs> you. I don't believe in working, but I'm gonna do it anyway. Whatever. But that's I. That's why I just love that we brought up the curse of man, and we were able to take it in our own directions. And I know you are on the science side of the house, and I'm more. I love sociology and the psychology of it. But yeah, that's just what I think of the uh, curse of man. It together, but it meeting it together, you know, it, it kind of it makes sense. A lot of it does. Yeah, because, you know, you brought up the history of it, everything they've done, being kings, queens, conquerors, all this other shit we've done in history has led up to this moment where we're still not 
able to dismantle this system that is detrimental to our health and our mental men's mental really honestly I get I was worried about my husband when I was asking him and his friends about it and he told me I was like well damn I hope I'm not like this he's like no you're not he's like not at all it's just stuff that's happened in the past and this is what happens with men and you know I did think the differences in what men and women worry about were interesting in general because you know we worry about not dying (laughs) but then you know worry about oh I don't is she gonna help me pay for something Oh, it's different to see it. It's interesting to see it from that perspective as well. But I just, I wish there was a way to like really sit people down and explain the system to them and how to move forward being empathetic towards everyone. Right. Well, I guess that's why we have this podcast. I'm sure our 12 followers appreciate it. I love them and I appreciate them. So we're here for it. Yes, we do. We appreciate it. But, um, but you did mention to me that men were dying out. So tell me more about that okay. part. All right. So moving towards the future and this, I'm going to go into a mini science lesson, really small. I'm sorry, guys. <laughs> so we can trace back our ancestry through the Y chromosome and the mitochondria. And mitochondria is an organelle that is responsible for energy conversion. And they contain their own small circular chromosome, which is cloned and passed down as well. The Y chromosomal Adam and the mitochondrial Eve are the scientifically proven theories that every man alive today is descended from a single man, and every man and woman alive today is descended from a single woman. And I'm not talking about the the shared ancestor we have with the chimps six million years ago. This is an ancestor much closer around 200 years ago, uh, making us around 200 years old as a species. So we have around 800,000 years when we will have to either go through another evolution stage or go extinct (laughs) Um, because species have an existence span of 1 million years. That's crazy. And, but I, as humans, I, I believe that we're able to adapt and overcome incredibly well. Right. And I think becoming asexual later down the road because men are dying out. Um, will help the species anyway, because you wouldn't need anybody else there. You could just fucking pop out a baby. Right, right. So, and we all know that XX is woman and Mm -hmm. XY is man. And the chromosome Y is the switch between genders. Girls are given one X from their mother and one from their father. But the father decides, actually, if he's going to give an X or Y. So boys are given that Y chromosome directly from their father. So we can trace ancestry this way through the chromosome and the mitochondria through females because the mitochondria are not passed on through sperm. They're only passed through the egg. Mm -hmm. And I quote all this from gotquestions.org. So if anyone wants to look more into it, that's the site. But scientists are seeing a repeated pattern of the Y chromosome disappearing. They're not being passed down anymore as much. And geneticists and evolutionary biologists determined that the Y chromosome's deterioration is due to collective mutations, deletions, and anomalies that have nowhere to go because the chromosome doesn't swap genes with the X chromosome like every other chromosomal pair in our cells do. And, and, and this is just a theory. There's people arguing that men aren't really dying out. But this theory makes sense because there's evidence around us today that prove that changes always happen, even between generations. Right. 
Um, and this isn't going to happen anytime soon. I mean, they predicted millions of years when men right. disappear. But there's also another study that argue it would be way sooner due to man's nature to violence. Mm. You know, testosterone, that's force that be. They're prone to die pretty quickly. Oh. They die younger than women. Right. Jealousy, power, all that is linked to testosterone, wars, murder. And like you said earlier, men have a higher suicide rate. Men have a more destructive. Well, you know, what's funny is when women are our most emotional on our period, uh, guess what we're producing? Testosterone. (laughs) Well, you know, uh, yeah, that makes sense. That makes sense. But yeah, they have like more destructive habits, like driving fast. Men are more likely to have more addictive behaviors like alcoholism. And scientists came to a consensus recently that men in America and Europe are experiencing a worsening decrease in fertility. Uh, Certain drugs that are being taken right now, like steroids, also make men more likely to pass the X chromosome instead of the Y. So there is a decline in the male population recently. But isn't that crazy how that sounds like it ties into how the patriarchy teaches men that they're not okay to feel things. So they use other coping mechanisms. Right. It's just, it's crazy. I'm telling you, it all loops back. It all brings us back to the fucking patriarchy. I was actually talking to some of my girlfriends about, you know, how becoming asexual in the future, da da da. And they're like, but I love a masculine man. I'm like, I do too, bitch. We're not going to be alive for this. Right. <laughs> like, this is years down the road. I was like, we're not going to be alive for this. And obviously, if it gets to that point where our preferences and mates is going to be different, like, we're going to evolve with the times. Right. So I was just like, I, I just stopped arguing with them, or not arguing, but I just stopped explaining it then because they kind of got caught up on that part. But I was like, I, I understand that because I'm attracted to men. So I was just like, I don't know. I wish I wasn't, but here we are. So, yeah. Yeah. But, you know, yeah, our preference, you know, women, whatever, what's in store for gender right. future, their preference are going to completely change. It's going to be completely different. Um, but I just thought this whole thing was interesting. That was my version of men because... They, they're, they're dying out that's, <laughs> that sounds pretty shitty to me I yeah and I'm I just I didn't want to dog on men the whole time even though I'll talk my shit about men or whatever I'm pretty sure we talk our shit about everybody but it's not that I don't like men I just don't like some men yes there's some men out there that kind of um yeah know, they're just still in this world of of thousands of years ago or something like I don't know. I don't know. I see a lot of them online, especially with followings, which is what worries me. But do you have anything to add? No, I guess not. I'm, that was me. I mean, the only thing I can add is, um, I guess the expression of real man is hard to find nowadays might be too exact. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, <laughs> uh, I think there's someone for everybody. So you just got to set them boundaries. You know, I'm going to bring the therapist out of me, but uh, yeah, I, I love that part. I love, I don't wrong. I'm not that good at science, but I was able to follow along, follow along fairly well. So I, I tried that. to yeah. say it in a way that was simpler enough that, I, but I still felt like I went way over too bored, but 
I mean, for some people, sure, it might be a little confusing, but I think they'll be able to catch up. You know what I mean? They can always rewind it or whatever. It's fine. But yeah, thank you so much for sharing that with us today. Thank everyone for coming by. We appreciate it.